love meeting a new customer. Come on in. everyone welcome back to bob's tavern cast the show all about hearthstone battlegrounds i am your bartender jay i'm your bartender don and of course as usual bob is not here he is actually opening up uh a new tavern uh he said something about a sky bar i i don't know what that means i guess on the backs of dragons or something but anyway while he's not here we actually have a guest bartender who i just found out is a sommelier and a cheese master so uh he will be in charge of all the charcuterie and everything else say hello to bites bites how's it going uh, that's great. Um, yeah, I would be happy to offer some uh, wine pairings with your... Uh, I don't know what, what we're offering at the tavern tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, well, you're in good hands. We we should really think about like specials and stuff. I don't know. We'll call it like Dragon's Brew or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what does Bob serve? I know he has the spicy pretzel mustard... Yeah, the hey that that's gonna be like a bottled product one day. We're gonna be like selling that with our faces on it, like Bob's Tavern spicy pretzel mustard uh, and funnel cakes. Definitely funnel oh, cakes. It keep keeps the minions coming. But uh, yeah, when you're not serving wine and cheese, tell everyone what uh, what you do. Sure. Um, uh, for the last few years, I have been uh, running events, uh, live events for Hearthstone. Um, and I do all sorts of events. It started off with just kind of casual community meetup, fireside gatherings, uh, and that's kind of grown into uh, larger community events and official uh, esports events and official community events at like Comic Con or PAX. Uh, and I've done some third party hosting. Uh, where I do like uh, tournaments with uh, Progressive or, uh, you know, whatever uh, other, uh, whoever wants to hire me, I guess, and uh, is cool to work with. Um, I've done some work with WSOE, uh, ESP Gaming out of uh, Nevada. Um, so they did like a couple of Hearthstone events, and then I did a couple of Fortnite events and Rocket League. And so anyway, I've I've been just a, a live event uh, video game host for the last uh, few years um, as kind of like a side gig. And also, you might have seen me dressed up in the uh, Innkeeper cosplay as Hearth Stonebrew. Um, so, I mean, Bob came along, but really I'm the OG. Um, I'm the original uh, Innkeeper. So, you know, he can just kind of, he can take a step back tonight. He can have the night off. I'm, I'm here. So I got your back. Hey, hey, Bob writes our paycheck, so I'm not going to talk trash about him, you know, at least not while he's here or while he's not here. But you also just uh, got through running the first uh, non-Blizzard ran, like, Hearthstone Battlegrounds tournament. Yeah, I mean, when Battlegrounds came out, uh, I mean, I was at BlizzCon, and I was hooked. I went and played the game, I think, 15 times. I waited in line, like, 30 or 40 minutes each time, uh, and I couldn't stop playing it. Uh, I love uh hearthstone and i was into auto battlers like tft 
Um, and so when this came out, uh, the first couple of times I played, I didn't really understand. And then all of a sudden it clicked and I just wanted to, um, get, be involved in it. And, uh, after the first week, we weren't sure if it was going to be something that stuck around that kept people's attention. But, um, I thought it seemed like a great idea to run a community driven, uh, event around battlegrounds. Uh, it's not an easy thing to do um, because um, of the way it's set up. You can't really play matches against uh, people in a lobby right now. But we were kind of creative and tried to figure out a way to to make an event that was open to everyone. Um, and that was fun. And so we made the Battle Grind, which was kind of based off of uh, the Rat Race, uh, which is another event that I helped with um, uh, a long time ago. Yeah, I was really excited to see this because I really enjoyed that rat race a long time ago. So when I saw that you announced this, I was I was bummed because I had to work, unfortunately, so I couldn't participate. But it was really, really cool to actually be able to to see an event for Battlegrounds. So we definitely appreciated it, even as viewers, to have that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean... Honestly, it was a huge. Uh, it was it was a lot of work to pull it off in in just a short amount of time. We only had about a week uh, before when we scheduled it to when we wanted to execute it because uh, we had Thanksgiving was around the corner and there was other events that were happening and then Christmas and then the expansion was releasing. So we kind of picked a date and that date uh, we just wanted to make sure um, wasn't conflicting with anything else. And then that meant we had a week to, to put it together. Uh, but I think we did a pretty good job. Uh, all things considered, we learned a lot from the first time and it was really well received by the community. Um, and I think people generally enjoyed, uh, playing in the event. And so we learned a lot and we're ready to kind of, uh, put our thinking caps on and design uh, version 2.0 and, and do another battle grind. I was going to say, I heard that keyword there uh, first time, which <laughs> caught my attention. I, I like the sound of that. I, I do hope that we see more. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, you know, it might not be exactly the same, but I, I, I definitely want to keep hosting events. So, you know, I'm always driven to, it's funny because this originally started off as, hey, you know what? I would love to play in an event where it's like a race and we can all start at the same rank and it'd be just like the rat race. And then uh, that turned into, well, no one else is going to run this event. I bet. I guess it's me. So and then that turned into, oh, instead of just doing a small fireside gathering version of this event, why don't we open up online? And then all of a sudden we had six computers set up. We had 105 streams open and we were watching everyone and trying to admin it and coming up with bounties and then having to find casting and, you know, production. And so it, it escalates very quickly, but I'm really happy where it ended up. And even though I didn't get to play in the event, I was happy to be a part of it and to put it on for other people. How do you get that many people on the same page like there were so many steps involved where you had bounties you had everyone checking in like you you gave me access to some of the data and just having everyone be able to return consistent feedback they this is the match that i played this is what i placed this is you know what i played and then being able to work with you know uh people who are doing all the statistical analysis behind the scenes. And then on top of that, you're also wanting to make sure that each of the players are, you know, on the up and up and not doing anything that would be dishonest. And you're encouraging them to stream and all these other things. How do you manage all of that without like pulling your hair out? I mean, it's a challenge, but luckily I've been doing this long enough that I kind of set myself up for success as much as possible. Um, and I wanted to make it as accessible and easy as possible. So all they had to do was stream 
and then fill out a form at the end of every match. Um, and as long as everyone did the setup steps properly, they created a new account, went through the tutorial, and they were ready to go. Uh, that's really all they needed to do on their end. Uh, and then luckily the Google Forms and then the... Um, they, they took all the raw data, and then luckily I have some friends that are... I'm okay with, like, Google Sheets and, and with Excel formulas, but I have friends that are even better than me. So a big, you know, shout-out to uh, to Chex, uh, who helped me to convert all that data. And then um, Eric... Uh, well, there's two Erics. There's uh, Chex and Inspire. Chex did the, the before um, work of making the forms, and then um, Inspired, uh, Eric, is the one who was working on-site to take all the data that was that we were getting in and then filter through it. So really it's surrounding yourself with people that know what they're doing and then just trying to keep it as simple as possible. Uh, I think was the reason that we were able to pull it off. Well, I definitely think that you guys did an excellent job. And like you said, I can't wait for the next one to pop up, but I think it's time we get the show on the road and let's talk about how things have been going in game. Uh, Dragon, what's how, how have you been doing in uh in Hearthstone as a whole, but then also in Battlegrounds? Well, yes, we did just have a new set come out, so I think we will be talking more about that uh, further in the show. But Battlegrounds, it's been rough since the latest patch. <laughs> I I have lost quite a bit more than I would even like to admit, but uh, it's been fun playing and. The changes that we saw, you know, we talked about, what, the day last week? It was, that that was the day that all of the, the changes happened. So we talked about it, but we hadn't really gotten to play it a lot. Um, yeah, it has been going so well, but it's been a lot of fun. So it's been cool seeing the new heroes in action and um, being able to play with all of the new Descent of Dragon cards and ladder. I've been kind of jumping back and forth and, and playing both, so... Yeah, it's definitely been one of those situations where I I definitely love watching like all the different streams and I I noticed that a lot of like Bob disappeared on a lot of these streams like now they're playing normal people and people are opening packs and all that but uh bites what about you? Yeah, I mean honestly, I was kind of concerned that I was concerned and not concerned that I was just kind of hooked on Battlegrounds only, and that would be it for me. I would just be Battlegrounds. and But, you know, I, I love playing other game modes, and I like I like Standard, and I like Arena a lot. <clears throat> but really, Battlegrounds just kind of, um, I don't know, kickstarted my enjoyment of Hearthstone in general again. Uh, when the expansion came out, we had a pre-release party uh, that we hosted at this cool fantasy tavern and, um, you know, everyone got to crack their packs early. And that was a lot of fun seeing the community kind of come out and come together again. Uh, so that got me more excited. Um, and so in, as far as Battlegrounds goes, uh, I had a down week and then an up week and then a down week, but I'm I'm pretty competitive. I don't know if you saw, but like the very, very first ever um leaderboard that was released i was i was second on it it was Kriparian at number one and then me at number two and for that first day that battlegrounds was out i took the day off and i was determined to stay on that leaderboard and i stayed in the top 25 for one whole day before i had to actually go back to work and then reality kind of crept back in and then i got forced off the leaderboard but i've still been putting in effort i almost got to seven thousand rank uh, I was like, just uh, one one game away. 
Uh, I dropped down under 6,000, but now I'm back up to 6,500. So I'm still there. I'm still climbing. But this week has been pretty dedicated to uh, to standard because I've just been having so much fun with the new cards that came out. They're really powerful. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I just enjoy I enjoy my Hearthstone in many flavors. Definitely. And and this is the first time for me that I actually pre-ordered a bundle. Uh, full disclosure, I pre-ordered it just so I could play Battlegrounds early, but <laughs> I, I pre-ordered nonetheless. And because of that, when the packs opened, I, I've almost I've almost always watched Dragon do her pack openings with just so much jealousy as I have like 10 packs that I open on, on like new pack day. And this time I had a hundred packs and I was like, yes, it is time. And I pulled like 10 legendaries plus all the Galakrons plus all the gimmies that they had, or the, I guess Chenvala was my golden gimme. And I was just like, that's a good golden. Awesome. <laughs> I was so happy. And I've been, you know, I've, I've told people I'm a rogue player Rogue is good again. Like one, of, it's one of the decks that it's kind of decisive, but it seems to be able to handle shaman every now and then. So I am as as excited as I am. It has now been my thankless uh, or thinkless game mode, and now all of my deep thought is being is going into battlegrounds and just as an example of that uh last last week we were talking about the number of hours we put into the game and i was at like 191 hours or something in the first month this this week i only put in 10 hours and for i mean that still sounds like a ton of time but for me that's nothing like that's very few games played you know per day and now when i'm playing these games i'm actually like stopping making sure that you know i'm waiting till my like my daughter's asleep and you know just trying to focus on each game and honestly i haven't really moved at all <laughs> so I, I might have to get some uh some tips some climbing tips from you but i'm definitely now that i've hit both of my goals of 50 first place uh uh, finishes and then 300 top fours i am wow. now like i want to move up the ranks i want to get into 5k i eventually want to get to 6 and 7k but uh right now the goal is 5k and i'm still teetering around 45 so uh we'll we'll get there you're beating me on first place and and fourth place finishes I, maybe you jam more games than me but i you know i've put a lot of hours in too it's pretty crazy i'm at like 48 uh, first places so i'm I'm so close and and the thing with that though is i i will definitely say there is a huge caliber of of player jump just from like the high threes to even like the mid fours and once you get i've gotten up to like 49 or like 4.9 k and the decisions that i would make that would be kind of a no-brainer at a, a lower rank I get punished for so badly, like waiting until, you know, whether I level up on turn seven or versus like staying until I have like nine or 10 mana or a full board versus, you know, selling early or maybe getting that minion that's just a little bit stronger, but I can't really do anything with. 
like all of those decisions, I wind up like racking my brain of should I do this? Should I do this? And, you know, honestly, I, I don't have the, the perfect answer. If, if people are listening to it, hoping for it, sorry, I can't help you. I'm kind of curious, like what the, first off, if the meta is very different, like how aggressive it is at, at lower ranks versus higher ranks. And then I don't know that anyone has really gotten like the perfect plays down yet. I don't know if there is the perfect plays as, as, as easy to spot as they are in standard uh, or easier, I guess, to spot in standard. They're much harder to, to kind of figure out in, in battlegrounds, I think. And I, I remember when we were doing the battle grind and we were casting uh, like language hackers plays man it blew my brain like it just melted my brain to see the way he was playing versus the way i was playing so to see that the top caliber play in action it really does show you that there is like a huge range in skill like for this mode yeah and i think part of that too is that there's so much flexibility in battlegrounds and that i I feel like in standard you know, the decks, you pretty much know what cards are being played. So you can kind of get a feel for, okay, generally this kind of thing is going to happen on turn one. This will happen on turn two. But especially as you go through battlegrounds, there's a lot more flexibility and, and changes that can happen that you don't necessarily you know, count on, especially during the actual battling phase, because the minions attack randomly, you don't get to choose that. So really does kind of make things a little bit different in terms of uh, play style. Just got to praise Yogg. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely always like, okay, look, there's tokens. All right, I'm just going to, I'm going to lose, lose here so I can have a better turn next turn or, oh, it's turn two. Wait, my opponent didn't upgrade. What does that mean that they have? And like, it's already hard enough to think what I should be doing, but then the second you start thinking about, okay, what is my opponent doing? What did they do last turn? Like, just trying to think about all of those things, and then also the fact that I'm not using a deck tracker because I'm often playing on mobile. I'm just... I... I Mad props to all of the professional Hearthstone players, especially if you're doing standard at a professional level and then also playing at the top ranks in battlegrounds as well it's really impressive did wait do they have a deck tracker for for battlegrounds does it work in um hs replays deck tracker will show you the last known uh status of your opponent that you're about to play wow you're oh man you're blowing my mind i had no idea yeah, they also added in a thing as well, like, so you can hover over the opponent and it'll show what they had when you last fought them. And then they actually added in, it kind of is at the top of your Hearthstone, um, and it shows each of the the tavern levels, and you can click on each one and it'll bring up a list of all of the minions that are actually at that level. So if you're kind of wondering, what am I going to see at two, you can pull that up and it'll show those units. Wow, so, yeah. that's so cool. You know, I, I should have expected that there's something like that in TFT also. And I I just, I don't know. I guess I've been playing in the Stone Age. I just, uh, and I, I play mostly on mobile too. So except when I have, I have actually played games where I'm in bed, I'm playing, and then I get the selection to choose Dance and Daryl. And I'm like, that's it. I put my phone down. <laughs> I walk over to my computer. And I have to make sure I have a mouse for that, you know? And then there's me, and I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm, I'll pick somebody else instead. <laughs> the APM challenges are real. Dance and Daryl's like a, it's, I, I think it's like 
a, a no brain like top four finish for sure. You can always at least get like a top four finish. You know, but. that's some that's something that I've been thinking more and more about. Like when when I was first on the quest of fifty first place finishes, my character choice was different because I was playing um similar to how um Hafu was playing in the uh play Hearthstone uh battlegrounds tournament that they did, like you would see Hafu get last place or first place. Like Nothing in between. Last place or first place. And, like, even Dog. Like, Dog would get, like... I think he got, like, three back-to-back first place finishes. And then the other times he got put out, like, first or second. So, it was, like... There are definitely these polarizing uh, heroes that you can pick that, if they survive early in mid-rounds, they're probably going to win. I think George is a good example of that. Especially if there's no Nefarian to play. You're mm-hmm. almost clear. Endgame is, is perfect. Uh, Draxis is another one. Like by the end of it, if you just keep pushing the button, eventually the minions get so big. And if you can punish them for destroying all of your demons early with like a soul juggler, then even better. But it's always that challenge of making it through the mid game. Whereas when I was trying to just hit my you know 300 top fours, and then now I'm also trying to climb. I'm thinking more to myself, like, okay, I want the strongest mid-game possible. That way, I don't have to get first place. I'm okay with second. I'm okay with third. I'm even okay with fourth. I just want to make sure I'm in the top four every time. That way, I'm consistently gaining MMR. Yeah. That's that's mostly all I care about. Top four. Just make it the top four. And, and I'm sure there are some people that will probably poo-poo that as well. They'll be like, oh, you know, you should play to win. And it's like, even even when they were like, again, in that Battlegrounds tournament, when you were playing with an ulterior motive of like, you want your team to win, not necessarily for you to always win, they would make decisions so that they would move minions around or select certain minions for that turn so that they intentionally tied. Or if they did win, it was only by like, okay, you're only going to deal, like, four damage this time. You know, they're going to try to minimize the impact instead of playing, like, the strongest turns every single time. And I think that also goes into thinking about future turns as well. You might lose three turns in a row by leveling up early, but if you know that there's a 4% chance for every minion that you can pick at, like, turn five, and I'm just throwing numbers out there, don't... None of that's gospel. Um... If you level up three turns before everyone else, you're probably going to lose those three turns, but you're going to have a greater opportunity to get certain minions before everyone else. So not saying that that's always the best idea, but there are definitely going to be times when the decisions that you make don't seem like the best right then and there. But you're just like, hmm, if I can make it next turn. Like, so many times I've just been like, if I can make it till next turn, and then I'll wind up dying, and I'm like, I guess I couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of times, uh, lately especially, my, my um, strategy shifted when I, I can make a uh, a golden minion. Uh, so many times now, I'll I'll freeze it, and I'll wait till I level up next turn. Uh, because it, for me, like, the strategy is just, like, stats on the board, stats on the board, as much as you can. And then try to get a, a, a rank, you know, a tavern level five minion as soon as possible because those are the ones you can kind of build your your comp around. 
Uh, it kind of depends on what hero you have, but like that's kind of been my my just go to strategy is just get stats on the board, try to get some synergy if you can, but for the most part, just try to get to uh, tier five minion as soon as possible. But that means get to tier four, and then a lot of times I don't even get out of tier four; I'll just stay there like the whole rest of the game. Yeah, I think those are definitely some of the biggest tiers I've noticed. Uh, it doesn't seem like people go to six very often. Um, it's kind of, like you said, just if you get to five and then you can just make a golden, well, you're probably going to find a six that you want anyways, but there's not really usually a reason to go to six. Yeah, I mean, the other, if you're going Murlocs, which are really strong right now, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that more, but um, then you want to get to six, you want to get to five as soon as possible and make a, a golden minion so you can go for the, the Megasaurus as, as quick as possible. Um, and then if you end up going Beast, that's the other time you want to go kind of to, to six, I think, see if you can get a Mama Bear um, or a, a Gas Coiler or whatever. But uh, yeah, and you know what? I've, I've actually had a lot of luck with Beast lately because I think so many people are not p- playing them that you're getting them uh, in the pool a little bit easier. And see, I would think that as beast, you want to stay at five because then you're increasing your odds of, you know, you'll get Goldrin. And then also uh, when you do get a golden minion, you have, I guess, like a one in three chance that it, I mean, it's always going to be a six drop. So then you have just that pool of six drops for Mama Bear Gas Coiler. To me, the only, I think the only time I go to six is when I'm playing mechs or if I'm playing Death Rattles because mechs, you have, like what you have three different minions that actually work for you at six. And then you also, you know, with death rattles, you have Baron, um, Baron Rivendare and basically what all of the, all except mama bear, I think are death rattle minions at six. So and it, full reaver. Yeah. Yeah. And full reaver and, and megasaur. So my bad. Uh, but there's still like out of what there's eight, seven or eight, you know, tier six minions. And there's still like four or five of them that are death rattles to me. Like those are the only two times I go to six. Usually I stay at five. And if, yeah. if I'm Murlocs, uh, we'll talk about it in just a second. But if Murlocs, I usually stay at four <laughs> unless I, <laughs> unless I'm like board complete. Now let's go for Megasaur and finish this off. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of Murlocs and tier five, we actually do have a bit of news. Do you want to cover that Jay? Sure. So uh, it was released today in, on Reddit from Chris Atlas that a minor patch went into effect today. So it's already uh, in game and Primal Fin was moved from tier four to tier five. And I, I think, you know, the first two episodes have said it a lot. Murlocs are broken. Murlocs are way overpowered. It's time to do something about Murlocs. I think that this doesn't really solve the problem. Maybe maybe it solves like a scaling issue to where now you have to get to five. You can't just chill out at four and try to get primal fins, but I don't know. I don't know if it's enough. I, I think this is huge uh, because it, it's Murlocs, but it's poison. Poison is the thing that you're like most scared of. Uh, and then like, Get, getting poison and getting like uh, amalgams from the primal fin uh, was was just 
a problem a problematic i guess uh so you could just stay at four if you did get a lucky bran and you're playing these primal fins at four you're just like cycling you get your your full money back because you get two discovers off of it you have twice the chance to get it if you're playing uh bran the hero um or if you have crowd favorites then you're Mm -hmm. just buffing them up also it's a big nerf to multiple things i think um and yeah murlocs in general like I don't know. That was one of the go-to Murlocs because it can give you your triples that you're you're looking for uh, without having to find them. Like you're going for your war leaders and you're going for your, the Toxfins, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think for me, the biggest thing here is the Poisonous. Um, a lot of the games that I've been playing since the uh, most recent patch, obviously not, not this little small patch, but last week's, is that I've noticed a lot more people having multiple Poisonous minions and it feels like early in the game, which if if that's what you're fighting against, and especially once they start getting some divine shield on there, it's like you can't uh, can't really fight against all those poisonous and then you're just out. And it's not a really good feeling when you're trying to build this board. And you're like, OK, cool. I've got this strategy going. I'm I'm putting some battle cries in there. I've got this, you know, this cool little synergy. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, there's five poisonous things and I guess I lose. OK, cool. So yeah, the poisonous for me is the biggest thing here, I think. I've I've definitely leaned towards more of the let's get some variation in the minion lineup. I think that while I definitely agree with both of you that this is it's bigger now that I've heard these two points. I definitely agree. But I think that it doesn't solve the problem. I think it only delays the problem. I think cards like Toxfin, um, the amalgams in general. I think we've seen what they can do. I would be interested to see what other options are available. I, I think you take Toxfin out of the rotation completely, and then that forces Poisonous only to Tier 6, so then you have to rely on on Megasaur for Poisonous if you want it on Murlocs, which then you're sacrificing by leveling up. And then I think if you did something like got rid of Nightmare Amalgam, I think that would make... One, that would make the curator, like, the strongest hero in the game. But it would also make it so that you can't just kind of ease your way into, like, oh, last minute last minute poisonous on, on Amalgam. Let's just go with that and maybe pull a win out from it. I, I think that I'm interested to see dragons in Battlegrounds. I'm interested to see new cards in Battlegrounds. I think as much as they have added patches to make changes, I think that the next patch that I see, I want to see some minions leaving just as much as they're rotating heroes out as well. Yeah, I'll keep it spicy. I mean, it's funny, Amalgam is just still so dominant. I, I was playing Standard, and I saw Amalgam as a Discover option, and I snap-picked it before I remembered that it's not as amazing in Standard. Uh, I also have to say, on my first game when I was playing standard, I as soon as I played my minions, I went, I tried to move them around on the board, and like, oh, I can't, I can't do that in this game mode. <laughs> I don't know if you've had a similar. <laughs> yeah, I've so done that too. <laughs> you, you tried to take oh. some of your opponent's minions. <laughs> I like that. Let me, let me, let me have that. Uh. Or make goldens. I'm like, they have two of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm glad that I'm not the only one. Okay. (laughs) I uh, forgot how to play for just a little bit, you know. That's okay. 
I, I I think about like people have been talking about like the turn timer being too too slow, and I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'm still rushed on decisions these days. Like maybe maybe like around tier three and four, but there's there's a lot of decisions that you can be making. There's a lot of things that you can be looking at. And when that translates into standard, I'm just kind of like doing the same thing now where I'm like, all right, what did he play last turn? All right, what's he trying to do in the next two turns? Oh, crap, there's the rope. <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah, I run out of time all the all the time. Uh, it, it never feels good. But yeah, I think the, I think the turn timer's fine. Uh, there's some times where you get that extra bonus time if you finish your turn early, right? It's like... If you if you luck out and play against someone who went out really early in the game and you just kill them in one shot and then you have that extra like 30 seconds to chill out, it's kind of nice. So so bites, I have to ask you. Now, you've we've kind of hinted at it, but now that Descent of Dragons has come out, what does that mean for you in Battlegrounds? Uh, I wish I had more hours in the day. Um I really want to play everything. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm cheating on one or the other. You know, it's like I'm, I, I don't want to play battlegrounds behind standards back. But it's funny is is when all this is going on, I can't decide whether or not to play between battlegrounds or to play standard. I made the dumbest decision of my life where I signed up for an arena tournament. So now I'm playing arena and in in uh, battlegrounds and in standard, and I'm just totally. I'm probably going to fail at all three of them, but I couldn't, it was a cool community run, like arena event. I wasn't going to pass it up. I want, and I used to be like hardcore into arena. I think I'm almost at 5,000 arena wins, like from back in the day. And so like, I haven't played arena in like a year probably, but I kind of wanted to hop back in and see what it's like. And now I have to stream 15 arena games uh, over the next like week or so to, uh, to complete this uh, event. And I'm also playing, by the way, an Aspirant, uh, uh, not, I guess it's not League Series, Aspirant Series, uh, which is just a, like a, say that. <laughs> yeah, it's also like a standard, uh, you know, competitive series. So again, now I have to balance all that. I got to say, though, I did win my, uh, my weekly match 3-0, uh, on my first Aspirant uh, Series of, the, of this new season. So I feel like I'm starting off pretty strong. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be hard to to make time for Battlegrounds as much as I was before. I'm definitely still going to play it, though. What about you, Dragon? Yeah, I'm kind of on that same page. Um, some of you may know who listened, but some may not. Uh, I've been trying to be in the competitive scene for a little while now. So yeah, I definitely am trying to be in tournaments and do that kind of stuff. So I definitely want and have to put time in Standard. Uh, but I, I still love the battlegrounds and I still want to play them. So I'm trying to split my time, but it's making it a little hard. I think uh, ridiculous hat like said it best. He was just like, ah, oh, like okay, we need like a blizzard patch that allows for another day in the week um, <laughs> and some kind of sell. They're gonna do that. Yeah, is there a good way to play battlegrounds and ladder at the same time? <laughs> like I think. I think I have thought about that where like, I'm like, okay, while it's my opponent's turn, what if I have like an alt account going and I'm making my picks for the next round? I'm like, this is a bad idea. Nobody in their right mind should be doing this. Please, please do not standard and BG at the same time. Simultaneous standard and BG can cause a plethora of problems and probably crash your systems. 
Yeah, I thought about that too. And I and my conclusion was my APM in Battlegrounds already kind of sucks. It would be really bad if I tried to do that and a ladder match at the same time. So speaking of which, how do you think that it's going to affect the community as a whole? Or, or what what uh, trends have we seen uh, coming out of the community so far? Well, um, I mean, whenever something comes out, the first week it's out, it's always going to be a big hit. And then I think, you know, when people people digest content so fast now um, that once they've they've gone through, digested it, if they feel like there's a meta that's that's developed, then they'll maybe settle into it, decide whether or not they want to play standard. And maybe that's kind of when you see like that uptick of uh, Battlegrounds again. But you know, for me, it's always what event is is coming up that that makes me want to play this. So, like, for, you know, if Battlegrind Two is is coming around the corner, then I want to brush up on my Battleground skills. If I'm playing in this arena tournament, I'm going to play arena. So, like, I think the community kind of helps push uh, content in one way or the other. Um, but yeah, you know, give it two weeks and we'll see kind of what shakes out. Right now, everyone's saying, oh, the meta's this, the meta's that for the, the standard. It's solved. It's, you know, Shaman's too powerful. But just tonight, right after they, they tweeted about the balance updates, they just tweeted saying that there's going to be balance uh, updates for standard also uh, coming next week. So already they're going to make adjustments to standard. So that'll keep people invigorated and interested and, and keep playing at least for the next couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, yeah, then we'll see what happens. Well, what, do, what do you think? I'm, I mean, it's tough. Like, I, I'm i going to play Hearthstone either way. Like, and I think that's, that's the thing. Hearthstone was in a very interesting place when they announced Battlegrounds. Like, there were, there were folks that were just like, I'm checked out. I'm not, I'm not going to play Hearthstone until the new expansion, uh, this meta shakeup was not a good idea. I'm not saying that personally. I think that them trying things, one, is what keeps the game fresh, keeps people happy. But ultimately, I think that having a game mode that allows people to be able to jump in and out play a game, it doesn't have to take a long time. So it's like, okay, look, we understand you feel bad playing this game or this game mode over here. Here's something different while we fix things. But uh, as we talk about uh, in just a second, you know, honestly, there are people who weren't playing Hearthstone at all. that came back to the game to play Battlegrounds. I think while I'm not one of those people, I think that my behavior uh, towards the game is going to emulate a lot of what they're doing. Where before, if I didn't want to think too hard about the decisions I was making, I would go into like solo player or I would go like just play around with like Tempo Rogue. And because Tempo Rogue is easy, like it's hard to be perfect at, but it's really easy to play. And um, that's, you know, now that standard, you know, Rogue is pretty decent again, I'm able to jam games of just like not mindless rogue because I'm starting to see where not being too careful with, with like spirit of the shark can definitely get my handful way too many times. But 
just like being able to play and not have to think as hard. Like standard has become a place of break for me from battlegrounds. We're like, I'm banging my head against the wall trying to figure out what I did wrong. Now I'm like, oh, I need a break from this. I'm going to go play ladder. Like that's, <laughs> that's my new yeah. attitude. And you know, I just wonder, I wonder about this because I mean, you have, like you said, you have people in, like in our discord where people were saying, you know, Standard's still unplayable because there are like two or three classes that are broken. So if you don't play those classes, then, you know, what are you going to do? And I mean, I think that's always going to be the case. I think there's always going to be broken things. Murlocs are broken. If you want to make that complaint, then (laughs) jump into Battlegrounds and just play Murlocs all day. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell people. I don't know. I think saying that something is broken a day or two after it's released is kind of also nonsense. People need to, like, okay, there's something called a meta, and a meta does, like, take time. You know, it's quicker and quicker because people have access to statistics, but, you know, at least give it a few days to to see what counters come out of it, you know? Maybe if uh, if Shaman is too degenerate, all of a sudden there's going to be a really powerful Murloc, uh, you know, deck that that just comes out of nowhere, or the pirates will be aggressive enough to counter it. Uh, I don't know. I, But yeah, it... You know, what's funny, though, is is you're talking about how it's a nice break deck, you know, that, that now standard is the break away from Battlegrounds. I mean, Battlegrounds is kind of a commitment. It's like a 30 minute game. You know, it's not they, they used to talk about the bathroom decks that you could, you know, t- take in and play a quick game while you're in the bathroom. It's definitely not a game you could do that unless you want your legs to fall asleep. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, so trying to find a good uh good deck that you can play quickly like i was on my lunch break today at my job and like i could definitely jam a few games of of standard or arena i can only get like one game of battlegrounds in if i'm lucky and then if i get interrupted then it's like it's tough but it's much more of a commitment sorry i hope i didn't uh, cross any lines there i didn't know no no in my mind i'm just like so many times like so many leg cramps just like that that is the perfect example of like if if you want to get good at battlegrounds uh here here's a funny comparison in the military I, I i used to be a us marine uh when they trained we there was a part of the training in during riflery like week you would have to sit in like the sitting position with your rifle for like two hours and you would just sit there and you'd have both of your elbows digging into your knees. And after that, they would make you get up and run to formation just to watch everybody stand up and fall and like roll on the ground. It was absolutely hilarious. So when you said that, that was what my mind immediately went to where it was just like, I want to play Battlegrounds to the point where I'm focusing so hard that when I stand up, I literally fall over because I've cut off all circulation to my legs. Okay, that seems fair. That seems like a life goal. I think we can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got goals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would just say be careful with that. You know, there, there's probably some downsides to that. <laughs> I mean, I'm also I'm also the guy that told people like, hey, get people to listen to this show, put them in a headlock, choke them out, and then like just put the <laughs> earbuds in their ears and hit play. Like you don't have to. <laughs> I like but... the chat. Chat's like, yeah, that's it, uh, hardcore. We love it. <laughs> so <laughs> that said, what do we think about 
now that Battlegrounds, I mean, it started out in modes hidden away, kind of next to Arena. And I mean, that's a whole conversation in itself. Like, but what does it mean now that there's a new patch out that people are focusing in standard? Do we think that the tempo of updates are going to change? Do we think that uh, Team 5 is going to actually continue to pay the attention that they have uh, towards Battlegrounds? Or do we think that it's just going to be more the same from, I guess, the examples of last year? I I think what we're what we've been seeing uh, might slow down slightly, but even these small updates like what they put out today, uh, we'll probably continue to see. But what I envision is kind of maybe an alternating between like a patch or updating standard and then updating battlegrounds and update you know, and then that way things are always changing in some mode or another. Because all of the different modes, you know, they speak to different players and players enjoy the different modes. You know, even in the original game, like before there were tavern brawls or anything like that, you would see players who played both standard and arena or, you know, really stuck to one or the other. And, you know, as time has gone on, we've had more and more modes. We have wild, we have battlegrounds, we have tavern brawls, we have the solo content. And everybody can kind of just fit into what they want or, you know, like what Bites and I were saying, kind of alternate between those. So I'm kind of anticipating like an alternating between the the updates and kind of keeping one thing fresh or another. And, you know, kind of like what Bites was saying, it kind of draws people to like, oh, hey, the, you know, oh, shiny new over here. Come look at this. And then, oh, it's shiny new over here now. Come, you know, check this out. So that's kind of uh, that's kind of what I'm anticipating. Yeah, I mean, I want to live in the world where uh, it all just kind of keeps rolling and keeps my interests. Uh, it's awesome. Battlegrounds is like, it's a whole new uh, way to enjoy Hearthstone, which is kind of what people have been asking for. Is is you know they've 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 absorbed all the content that's out there. They've already gotten all their their heroes to five hundred wins. Oh, now there's a thousand wins. Okay, that's another way for someone who's who's into achievements to enjoy the game. Battlegrounds is an, is a, you know a, a, a Auto battler. That's another way for people to enjoy the game. Arena, they change the way that the the patches work. Now, when the you know the sets hit, they rotate them. Um, so that's people who like Arena. That's another way for them to enjoy the game. And then solo adventure is going to be coming what another month down the road. So like again, that's another new thing for people to enjoy. And they're bringing with it more cards, which will inject into standard. It'll keep that fresh. I think they're just going to keep rolling. I, I really hope they do. I think this year is just going to be um, good news all around. Like, if you like Hearthstone, there's a lot of ways you can enjoy it, and here they are. You know, I feel like the uh, the pessimist of the group now because it, in my mind, I'm like, the world's coming. No, the world's not coming to an end or anything. But you know, one of the things that came up in chat is that there are different teams for each of these areas, and The thing that worries me about that is how much attention does Activision Blizzard really want to give to Hearthstone? And like we talked about that with, you know, the Grandmasters Tour. We talked about that with uh, how much they invested in a cohesive story this year for uh, the Year of the Dragon. I think that while all of those things are great, 
I wonder if Hearthstone is going to be able to continue to produce and generate revenue for the company so that they can continue to pay developers to continue to make these patches to do more tournaments. I mean, there still hasn't been any word on official Battlegrounds tournaments. There still hasn't been an official Wild tournament yet. So, I mean, like, there's... Well, there's also supposed to be a tavern versus tavern tournament this year for firesides and that kind of fell on the wayside i think it got canceled um but i gotta say though like esports is is very separate from the rest of the development team and esports is also it takes a lot of money to keep it running there's a lot of money they got to pump into it so i think development you know how how they're deciding how to allocate the assets for for their their dev team is i don't think I guess what you can worry about is if one thing is neglected, maybe. If you feel like Battlegrounds might get neglected, if you feel like the resources get too split, uh, if you feel like Arena doesn't have the attention it needs, if you feel like Wild doesn't have the attention it needs and you're a Wild player, or if you feel like, oh, there's too many game modes, now Standard isn't getting the attention it needs. Like, that's, I think, a a legitimate concern. Um, But I think there's a lot of people that work at Hearthstone. I know some of these guys, they're all passionate. They all care about making a really fun game mode. And, you know, some of them are arena players and some of them are definitely Battlegrounds players. And I think they're really hooked on it and they want to see it succeed. So I'm not I'm always optimistic. You know, someone in chat the other day. Uh, mentioned, I, I said something positive. I said, I said, I'm just going to keep, keep a positive, uh, you know, outlook on this and hope for the best. And they're like, Oh, bites and positivity name a more iconic duo, you know, because I'm this eternal optimist, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think this year is going to be a really good year for content. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And I think, you know, another thing too, is that, you know, like you said, there's, there's different teams, but the esports side, like you said, is completely kind of its own thing. And I've heard this mentioned on a few other podcasts. I know like the Coin Conceit crew kind of talks about this on a pretty regular basis. Um, but, you know, we play this game so much that we feel super invested. And, you know, for us, it is. It's like we need those constant updates because we play it so much. But the average player probably does not play the game quite as much as we do. And, you know, the the amount of players overall that play the game or even just play it on mobile, you know, that have downloaded the game since then or have joined since Battlegrounds came out, you know, that kind of thing. There's so much more than just the tournament aspect and even just more than just the streaming aspect. So, you know, Blizzard has to look at all of the players and the wide, you know, spectrum of people that play the game and, you know, have to kind of come up with things for that. So, you know, for us to say, oh, well, you know, these tournaments, they're not paying very much or there's not as many tournaments, but that's just a small part of the player base. So it's just more so because we're so invested in it. <laughs> I, I definitely feel super invested in, and i i mean i wonder how many other people have 200 plus hours played in like a month and a half that's i just realized how insane that insane that sounds but i, I mean at the same time you have these competitors like runeterra coming out you have um some other card games we won't we won't say cough cough hint hint causa but uh i mean but at the same time we also see like test legend not yeah test legends announcing that they're not going to be 
doing anything new. Uh, I mean, what was what was that Witcher card game? And yeah, like Gwent. Like when was the last time Gwent had a? a I mean, I, and again, like I don't want the Gwent like players coming out the woodwork about to snap on me, but you know, we think of Eternal and um, I forgot the artifact. Yeah, like there are so many of these that come and go and by no means do i think that like hearthstone's going to disappear in the next year or two i don't but i do wonder when as you said bites the attention like you have to be able to keep people's attention there's a reason like there's a reason minecraft just released another update and like it's still the same game 10 years you know into the future it's because they've found a way to keep people's attention. Um, I think that the divide and conquer strategy, having seven different game modes and, and all of these different ways that you can play the game, I'm worried that it's going to splinter uh, splinter the focus of Team 5. And because of that, they're going to do everything mediocre instead of focusing on one or two things and doing them you know, at the top level. Well, I think having just the one or two thing approach is kind of what they've had for a long time. And it's good for, for a while, but I think, you know, you do need to, to add to that. You know, that's the one thing that people complained about the most is like, it's five years now and we haven't had any new modes, you know, like I I think if you look at some of the other, um mobile games that are out there there are some that are just like so many different game modes it's so overwhelming you you know it's cool that you can play it in a lot of different ways but when you are a new player going into that game it's it's exhausting trying to figure out what to do um so i think there's a balance there but uh hearthstone's pretty simple still and i think adding a couple more game modes isn't isn't that much of a there's enough players to go around that that can fuel those those little niches. You know, if you want to have the the hardcore wild group, I think there's enough people there that that can call it their own. You know, uh, and and the arena players, it doesn't need to be everyone plays just these two modes and that's it. You know. Yeah, and I think too uh, another thing with battlegrounds is that for Hearthstone, for yeah, these five five and a half, you know, almost six years, it's been you versus one other person or you versus computer. And now with battlegrounds, all of a sudden it's like, this is the first kind of actual multiplayer mode that we've gotten. So that makes it feel a lot different as well. Uh, You know, a lot of people for years and years, they've asked for, you know, kind of similar to magic, like a two headed giant type thing or, you know, other things like that. And we never really have had that. So that kind of makes it unique, I think as well. And kind of, having a more multiplayer mode is probably something that the game needed or would need to add eventually at some point. Well, I I definitely think that having conversations like these, having advocates for all game modes. uh, So shout out to the uh, arena sensei uh, brethren and the into the wild brethren and all these other podcasts that are focused, even the hearth casual, uh, Folks, people who are preaching the gospel of Hearthstone, whichever denomination they so choose, uh, I I definitely think all of them. And I think that it's important that we continue to have these conversations and we continue to uh, put pressure on Activision Blizzard. I mean, 
we saw what happened with Diablo Immortal. We saw the like the vitriol and the feedback that the community had. I mean, we saw what happened to the Sonic movie. Like, if if the community can literally make them remake a movie, like I believe in that power. I think it has to be used responsibly, but I think we also have to make sure that we are having folks like you bites onto shows that can talk about what it's like to host a battlegrounds tournament to give team five ideas of how they can bring stuff into the, uh, into the event scene at an official capacity. I, I want to see that. I want to see a tournament mode. I know that so many people have been preaching tournament mode, but I think something like that for battlegrounds is almost necessary. You need to be able to queue with more than just one person in the game. And Again, as as the warning will say, this is in beta. Expect these things to happen. But one of the, the key reasons why you put games in beta is so that you can get feedback. So if you're listening to this, definitely, like, if you have something that you want to see Blizzard do, say something. Like, tell them. Tell them on Reddit. Tell them, you know, on their website. Be Don't be a jerk about it, but... Say, hey, this is what makes me really happy in this game. Uh, in this game, because seeing people excited is what will make the game developers want to continue developing. And um, like someone said in chat, I mean, Hearthstone is like the Candy Crush for Activision Blizzard. Like it is generating money. Like as long as people will buy packs, like it is not going anywhere. The thing is, you have to be able to have reasons for the game mode outside of the monetary reasons. Otherwise, you start getting nickeled and dimed for everything. And we were talking about how are they going to monetize Battlegrounds. I hope that does not happen. I do not want to have to spend gold to play a game of Battlegrounds. I will be so mad. They better up the rewards if they're going to do that because it sounds ridiculous. Like That's why I don't play Arena is uh, is because it costs so much. And it's hard. Like, it's hard for me to play, like, to think about that game mode. So I'm paying more to play a game that I'm not good at, that I don't get rewarded for very well because I'm not good at it. (laughs) If that became Battlegrounds, I think that would alienate people in the community more than it would uh, get them rallied to play. Yeah, I mean, if they like uh, Marspad and chat was saying, if they do uh, institute some sort of uh, of you know, well, eventually they have to to make this you know uh, financially uh, beneficial for them. So maybe it's all cosmetic because like the emotes, you know, the emotes right now are kind of weird. I would love to get some upgraded emotes. I don't know about you, like I want I want to throw all sorts of uh, of emoji out against my opponent. I want that Murloc in in ladder though. Like I just want to be like, what's that? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that one is my favorite. Uh, Mine is still Panda with sweat. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I I I'm kind of on that same page too. I think if they are going to monetize it, I I would expect to see it be something like a cosmetic type thing. I'm just not quite sure how they would do it exactly yet, but we'll see. So I think that's definitely going to wrap up the main conversation, but there is something that we have to talk about, and that is the Tales from the Tavern. And 
Unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties, I won't be able to do a live reenactment of the Tales from the Tavern, but uh, I want to give a shout out to the tale this week from Spooderman, who is in our Discord. Shout out to Spooderman. Uh, I did confirm with him he's going to be on the show sometime in the near future, so be on the lookout for that. And he's also been streaming a ton, so if you want to learn from someone that's in the top 200 of you know Battlegrounds players who is constantly thinking about each decision, and on top of that, is not afraid to pull out some poker music while he is uh, making those decisions, go check out Spooderman on Twitch. But in the, this turn, he was sitting there waiting for the perfect card, and... I believe what what was the card he was looking for? It was hold on, I got it playing in my head now. He was looking for a Megasaur and he wanted it and didn't get it until he played his Death Rattle and pulled it on the Death Rattle Pop. I think that that is one of the perfect examples of the hearth giveth and the hearth taketh away. And you have to be careful of what you wish for when you wish for it, because a gentle Megasaur is great as long as you don't get them off of a death rattle proc. Never lucky. Unless that's the last thing alive and then you hit for an additional six, then then that's good. I definitely think there are so many six-cost minions, so many legendary minions that I want to see pop out of a, off of a Death Rattle before my Megasaur. <laughs> it can pop out of, what, a Sky Golem? Or is that where it comes from? Uh, yeah, Sky Golem. Okay. But definitely yeah. one of those, uh, one of the funniest... Uh, streams that I've had the pleasure of watching recently. Again, shout out to Spooderman for that. But that is going to be the last of the main topics. Dragon, is it time for last call? Okay. All right. I guess we can do last call. All right. It's last call. So, of course, thank you to everyone who helps make this show a reality and that is the people who are commenting on twitter you can follow us on twitter at bob's tavern hs and of course you can follow us on twitch where we stream the show live every thursday i forgot what day of the week it was uh thursday around 7 p.m pacific at bob's tavern hs on twitch and of course thank you to bites bites thank you so much for jumping onto the show being our first guest on the show uh love to have you again especially uh once we have a little bit more information on battle grinds too oh yeah i would love to come back and talk about that and just to hang out do you have anything that uh before we finish all the shout outs do you have anything that you want to plug um sure well i'll plug myself really quick which is just um uh bites hs on uh twitter is my the, the best way to reach me uh b-y-t-e-s-h-s uh, or you can go to my website as biteseventscom and you can kind of see all the crazy stuff I've done over the years. Um, I even have a link to uh, like the article that Apple wrote about me as the innkeeper. 
Um, and I also have like a video uh, that compresses three years of events into 90 seconds. So you can kind of see all the crazy stuff that we've built and we've uh, hosted over the years. So I would uh, recommend everyone who's interested to check that out and kind of see uh, what kind of events we do. But um, just a quick shout out to all the people out there that are are content creators, but not in the traditional sense of of content creators on Twitch or YouTube. There's a lot of people out there that are hosting events like um, Kai, who's doing this Arena's Descent that I'm participating in, or Roguish Bard, who's doing the Aspirant uh, series, um, the people behind like T- Team Hearth Legends, uh, and then all of the podcasters out there. It's a great group of podcasters, including, including uh, you two. Um, but most of all, there's innkeepers. There's so many passionate uh, innkeepers out there that often go overlooked. No one ever um, shouts them out. So there's people on the ground in taverns and coffee shops uh, that are putting together these local community events. And if you haven't gone to a fireside gathering or gathered in person to play Hearthstone, it's a totally different experience. So I always recommend just going out and, uh, you know, people put their heart, their time and their love into hosting these live events. So just give back to the community and show up to, uh, to some live events. I, I know that Dragon got into the card business with like Friday Night Magics and all those cool events and I, you know, similar for me, hosting local tournaments, just teaching kids how to play card games and then beating them at the card games that you taught them. But it it is definitely important to have to keep that community aspect. And Bytes, you are definitely the uh, ambassador of community relations in Hearthstone, the unofficial ambassador. <laughs> and I am super happy to have had you on the show uh, people listening, if you want to see more interviews like this, we've promised that we're going to do, we're going to try to do one interview a month. We want to get that to be a more regular thing, but we need your help. It requires a lot of work. Uh, I have to, you know, be transparent a little bit. Bites kind of filled in at the last minute. Uh, it was one of those things of like, we had scheduled someone, some stuff came up and they weren't able to do it. So I'm like sending messages out like, Hey bites. I know that you normally watch the stream. Do you mind jumping in being, you know, being our emergency backup? And, and he came in and we were able to give him show notes and all of this content and help him prep for it. But it takes dragon and myself a lot of time to do that. So we do have a Patreon that does help with that. Uh, even a dollar a month can mean a lot to us. And our first Patreon goal is to do more regular interviews with people in the community, not just people at the top. We want to interview them, but we also want to interview people that are playing the game uh, at home while they're, you know, feeding their baby. Uh, Just don't give the baby your phone. Trust me, I've learned that lesson. You don't want to do that. I have lost so many games because my daughter has sold the wrong minions. Um, Yeah, Dragon will attest to that. She's adorable, but she will also destroy your MMR. Uh, But we also have perks. One-star minions get a shout-out, as well as people who give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, just like... Yvette625, thank you so much for the five-star review. She writes, love the insight. Hope to be as good as the bartender someday. Um, I, I I think you can do it. Um, as, as our boss Bob would say, don't tell the others, but we're rooting for you. Uh, and again, 
Also, if you're at if you pledge at the four star minion level, that's five dollars a month. You receive all the one star minion perks, special and access to our special Discord channel, and an invite to our private playalongs that we do with patrons. And of course, six star minions that got it like that at twenty dollars or more per month will receive a shout out at the end of every episode, and they get a private gaming session with the bartender of your choice. Dragon, got anything else? Um, yeah, a couple things. First of all, that video that Bites mentioned uh, showing of all of the different events, that is a super, super cool video. So if anyone has not watched it, and honestly, even if you have watched it, go watch it again, because it's super cool seeing all that stuff. Um, unfortunately, I don't live close enough, so I haven't gone to any of the events, but someday, someday I will. So, and also just in general, thank you so much, Bites, again, for joining us. But, uh, you know, you did mention, Jay, that... Bites was a last-minute fill-in, but honestly, I am super stoked that we got Bites on the show. As soon as I saw Jay's message, I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm super excited. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, it's my pleasure. Uh, I got to leave you guys. I mean, I got to at least give you guys a, um, an innkeeper, uh, like a, a greeting or farewell. So when we go off, you know, let me know and I'll, I'll send us off as the innkeeper. Yes. All right. Well, I think that is going to do it for all of us here. I've been your bartender, Jay. I've been your bartender, Don. Oh, and I've been Bites, your, your fill-in bartender. And the tavern's closed, everyone. Time to get out. Ho, 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 ho! your frozen boots by the fire! This has been Bob's Tavern Cast! Now, nobody this time. Please leave your weapons outside, Hawkeye. You know the rules. Welcome, Krasiki. Your dark corner is ready for booty. Eudora, we have to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads. You are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.